Hi there, and welcome to episode 21 of the Very Good Adventuring Team. This is our first ever recap episode. We've released 20 whole episodes now, 20 hours of entertainment for your precious ears. Looking back, a ton of stuff has happened so far. Before we move on to episode 22, I'd like to go over some of the highlights in the story so far. For our existing listeners, you can listen to my recap in this short episode, or you can skip ahead to episode 22 if you'd like. There won't be anything here you haven't heard before, but if you want a little refresher, this shouldn't take too long. For all of our new listeners, on the other hand, this episode is intended just to catch you up on what we're doing, along with the major plot points and people we've met so that you can keep up with references and story. If you want to get all the jokes and other idiocy, you'll just have to start at the start. Let's begin with the basics of the show. We are an actual play podcast, meaning we're actually playing a role-playing game, recording it, and publishing it as podcast episodes. Right now, we're playing the fantastic Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. We are not associated or affiliated with Wizards of the Coast, but they are generous enough to let us use their product. A quick word about format. We record anywhere from 1-4 to times in a month, and sessions can last anywhere from 2-8 to hours. We wanted to be able to release content very consistently though, which might not have been permitted by our day jobs. So we settled on releasing one hour of edited content every week. This means that sometimes episodes start and end in strange places. Sorry if that's a little awkward, but it does make it so that you can depend on seeing a new episode from us every single week without interruption. Our story takes place in the custom homebrew world of Maloto. Our heroes are a group of adventurers living in the town of Andon. Colvick Darkseed is a half-orc cleric of the goddess Haie. Melvin Hardmeat is a high-elf wizard. Roscoe Toscobble is a half-elf rogue. All three characters are currently level 7. So, what have we done so far? Very early on, we met our three adventurers. We also met their secretary, Perkins, who was originally an adventurer with the team, but now mostly handles clients, bookkeeping, and babysitting. We also met Aegis Gringold, who runs the town of Andon. Something between a magistrate and mayor or a local lord. Most of the team's work has come from Aegis so far. Aegis's first task was getting rid of some robbers on the road outside of town, but employment quickly turned into tracking down Aegis's lover, the tiefling named Desire. Aegis's wife even became involved, promising additional pay if the gang would make Desire go away. We met a few other characters around town as they searched for their quarry. Among them Rod Marshall, a local musician and former lover of Desire, Dunk, the owner of the underground Cobalt Tavern called The Broken Egg, Carl Danza, Mia, Lexi, and many other folks also find employment down in The Broken Egg. After successfully navigating the maze of local relationships in the first real story arc, the gang started to work on raising their reputation in town. This began with Aegis sending them out to a cemetery to clear out some undead. After returning to town, they discovered that Lexi, Roscoe's favorite, uh service provider at the Broken Egg had gone missing. They got a few clues that led them to a traveling salesman named Pardon Hempwig. They discover that he's killed her and tried to sneak her body out of town in the portable hole where he stored all of his cleaning fluid. They brought Pardon to their own version of justice. After returning to town, they decided to adopt Lexi's now orphaned daughter Grace, given the likelihood that Roscoe was the father. Aegis eventually sets the gang up with another quest. This time, a contest versus our local rivals, the super amazing adventure friends. The goal is to retrieve the biggest Umber Hulk they can. The gang wins the contest by forging a letter from Aegis pointing their rivals in the wrong direction. 
They have very little time to celebrate, though, as the very next morning they are mysteriously transported to a dungeon. In this dungeon, they fought some skeletons, solved a riddle, and slew a young bronze dragon. At the end of the dungeon, Roscoe was shown a vision and met Exut, the goddess of death and machina, for the first time. She had explained that this was a test, and, having passed it, she had claimed them as her champions. They were returned to their breakfast table, and they finished their pancakes. A short time later, they got word of a wizard's tower a few days' journey away that could be plundered. They ventured out there, found an awesome amulet of levitation, and claimed the tower as their own for future use. It's not long before Exut scoops them up again to bring them to Yasya, which is something like Olympus was for the Greek gods. She explains a little more to the gang, vaguely telling them she has a purpose for them, but the first step is to get them better equipment and to make them more powerful. While in Yasya, Kolvik attempts to reach out to his goddess Hayat, but unfortunately she is not there. He left her a little note though. After their return to town, Aegis stops by to offer the team a deal on the upgraded home base they've been eyeing up, a sweet firehouse in town. Money is exchanged and they get a nice little upgrade. He also lets them know that the contest for the Harvest Festival is going to be retrieving Andan Alpha Crabs from deep below the city as a treat for the locals. This contest will of course be against the super amazing adventure friends. The gang hatches a plan to kidnap Lum Earthgrip, one of the members of the super amazing adventure friends, and to stash him at the top of their wizard's tower until the contest is over. They hope that by doing this they'll ensure their victory. Things got a little shaky along the way, but they were able to successfully enact their plan and make it back to town in time for the festival. The very good adventuring team, after recruiting a kobold named Bloop to help them navigate the tunnels, journeyed to the place marked on the map given to them by Aegis. They found themselves in a massive cavern covered in mosses and vines with a gigantic unexplained cube in the center of it. They managed to catch quite a few crabs, and they were just about to investigate this cube when they heard a noise behind them. They turned to find Lum, and the rest of the super amazing adventure friends had followed them to the cavern. The all but inevitable fight between them and their rivals was just about to begin at the end of our last episode. We'll pick up right at this moment in our next episode, number 22. Well, it was quite a lot of history to go through, but hopefully the quick cliff notes version got you caught up enough to be able to carry on. If you'd like to keep up on any news or anything related to the podcast, you can check out our website, which is thevgat.com. That's T-H-E-V-G-A-T dot com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, places to donate if you're interested in helping keep us on the air, and of course, links to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Overcast, and any other platform you might hope to find us on. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us a shot. Thanks for everything. We hope you enjoy the very good adventuring team. <laughs>